0: Red leather. Are you recording? Yeah. A ratchet ta a to two. Dragon <sighs> will come and beat his drum at a quarter to two. Go ahead.
1: You're listening to the dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. This is a. Uh... Bicentennial Bicentennial American History Podcast for each week. I, Dave Anthony, read a story from the celebration of America's 200 years to uh, my co-host.
0: Gareth Reynolds, best country on earth, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about.
1: Mm, It's about America.
0: Thank the Lord. And
1: how great America is, and how great America has always been.
0: The thing about it is, Dave, it ain't ever going to not be good. (laughs) (laughs) Because why? No matter what happens, we keep saying that. America! Um, I was talking with someone over the weekend about how, uh, remember how they used to, like, you know, TV's changed in our lifetime so much, but when it used to just be, whatever, a few channels, it would end with the singing of proud to be an american yeah and like a bald eagle and flag shot flags yeah so it'd be like at one like tv would just be like TV all would, right we're done for the night but it's the best country and TV then you would be like oh man reagan's doing it <laughs> clinton's my pal yeah that was crazy that
1: was uh that went on for a long time
0: long time and everyone and we just allow it it's just these these multiple patriotic oddities that we're born into that until you at least have some sort of mental awakening or you do the podcast, The Dollop, you're like, wait, why did we do that? People, why um, are we doing that?
1: People from other countries think we're absolutely batshit crazy with all from the-
0: National Anthem before games.
1: Uh, and uh, uh, National Anthem, you know, just driving on the street and having yeah. flags everywhere. Like yeah. everyone's like, what are you guys But doing? before games. Before games is yeah. bizarre. You
0: know, like, it's just like, we can separate these two. What's going on with you? It's coming off. Oh my Lord, your finger's naked. Oh. Get back. 1765 year of our Lord
1: Jesus Christo Stephen Burroughs was born in did I do the theme song?
0: did you do no we didn't do the theme song Aaron, Man, we can't do too bad. Aaron too is.
1: Bad. I don't know if Aaron helps at all. Aaron's been sleeping the whole time. And called
0: it, quote, What if Aaron it's was Jim a friend the I'm the fucking hippo yeah. guy! Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Gary, though. Wait. <laughs> is it for fun? And this is not gonna become the Tiggly Podcast. <laughs> okay. This is like Aaron! On a five part coefficient. <laughs> My play! Now hit him with the puppy. <laughs> you both present sick arguments. <laughs> no <Don't> sleep, tell hippo! That's sleep, tell hippo! Action, part. with Jake and Gareth we're here to help with Gareth and Jake I don't remember how we did it but either way fun half hour comes out Tuesday August 22nd and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday we're here to help
1: we, we uh, flexed our
0: muscles if you're the whole intro song yeah whole they do thing. say when those bodybuilders do it they're getting quite a workout because they're yeah. just standing there like, yeah. Ha, ha. only thing that's not flexed are the genitals uh, well I could do that <laughs> alright and we're back
1: 1765, uh, I already said. Uh, no, no, Joe Burroughs. Uh, Stephen Burroughs was born in Connecticut. His father was the Reverend Eden Burroughs. Mm. Eden, an interesting name for a, a young
0: lad. Eden Burroughs. What are you hungry for? Eat. Burroughs? We're Eden Burroughs.
1: Presbyterian minister. Oh, He was known for his punishments and adherence to harsh religion.
0: Yeah, right. Of course.
1: If you can imagine that in America.
0: Yeah, it's just... If you write down that a man in the sky said it, we'll do it. Yep. In
1: 1772, they moved to Hanover, New Hampshire, where Reverend Burroughs was the first minister of a new settlement.
0: Uh, Such a bummer, because it's like they were like, probably like, that's right, and we'll probably share amongst each other. And what we were talking about, oh, hold on a second, this guy's got something to say.
1: Uh, Yeah. So it's the frontier at that time. Land has to be cleared for housing and to grow food, so so life's tough. Yeah, right. Um, One summer, three of Stephen's younger sisters died of smallpox within six days.
0: Oh my god! It's just how it was. I mean, I know that we are like we were like a terror. We were and hard, but we were so barbaric and crazy. Death really was just such a oh, different part of existence. It was endless. Like you just couldn't. I mean, so you were dealing with like grief on like yeah, in constantly. an assaulted fashion. Yeah. Well, your whole family's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want some supper? Uh, no, I'm just gonna go outside and work
1: on the land. All right. I'm dying tonight too. I, okay.
0: Uh, everyone around you. We is- will cover you with dirt. Well, we're all planning on dying tomorrow, so... Uh... <laughs> I forgot your name. Man, doesn't matter.
1: Stephen was a very difficult child. He said he was, quote, the terror of the people where I lived, and all were in declaring that Stephen Burroughs was the worst boy in town. <laughs> who could get him <laughs> Welcome whipped... Welcome
0: to the worsties! Who
1: could get him whipped were most worthy of esteem.
0: So oh, so normally, yeah. I mean, like regular boys, we'd obviously just be steaming them. Yeah. Uh, But he would get a whipping. Oh, whipping. He would. But uh, normally, we just hold the boys. You know, much like how you make the uh, frothy milk, we Mm. would just quickly hold the boys in a little mug under a. That's right. There you go. Now you no longer swear in public, Charlie.
1: But not him. He got the beaten.
0: We'll just steam
1: the boys. Uh he enjoyed playing pranks on what neighbors. What is steam the boys? Esteem.
0: Okay. So Not steam. Esteem. Aaron, if we can uh yep.
1: Great. This is a fun riff. Thank you. Glad I learned. He enjoyed playing pranks on neighbors oh. including upsetting outhouses. Yeah.
0: Upsetting knocking over outhouses. Oh, god. I mean, and just, I mean, porta potties are terrible.
1: I mean, I saw that happen to a, a, a kid. I, s- it's,
0: I saw in Brown Deer Park growing up a guy get a port, and it was
1: what did they do it on? Did it land on the door side? No, the it one I saw on I landed on the door side.
0: That's just like, honestly, if you had a knife in there, you would be like, I just <laughs> cut your own throat. And be like, I don't deserve to live.
1: Um, And also stealing watermelons from gardens, which was apparently a very common thing at the time. Sure. Stealing watermelons.
0: He was a water felon.
1: (laughs) What a fun time it was. Yeah. Um, So young young Stephen uh, was into this, and one neighbor's patch... He continuously this
0: is, this is going on.
1: Continuously targeted. <laughs> okay. So frustrated, the neighbor waited one night, hiding with a club to catch the thief and beat him.
0: Jesus Christ! That's this what is you high do. stakes watermelon.
1: <laughs> just find a find a ten year old and beat. <laughs> yeah, the
0: just like where are you where are you going, Chuck? I'm going to uh, sleep out in the patch tonight, and if I find this little culprit, beat the shit out of him with this club. I'm 41.
1: So Steven saw him. And so then he went to the neighbor's son and said he had seen the thief in their patch. Oh. (laughs) The kid of the guy who's hiding. Great. So the son goes to investigate, quote, the old man, supposing this to be the thief, rushed from his hiding place and attacked his son with his club and severely handled the poor fellow before he found out his mistake. The son supposing the thief was beating him, bawled out to his father, who, ex- who he oh expected was at the house. Father, murder! Father, murder! Your murder. dad lives
0: around here too, huh? So you're doing it right in your neighborhood. I'd love it if your dad came out here. Yeah, that's right. He probably looks a little like me, because you got Daddy. my shoulders. My, you're very simple. This is the, you took my boy's jacket! You took my boy's jacket! And all of his clothes! No. You took my boy's shoes! you you the nerve to steal my water belly and take all my boy's clothes! Daddy. You, I'm I'm gonna beat the bad out of you, huh? 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 Daddy? You said that's so. You got a voice box in my kid's coat that makes it sound like you're him. Despicable.
1: It's me. (sighs) Yeah, Jeremiah Jr. I'm your son.
0: Oh my god.
1: I'm dying.
0: Where did all the watermelons go? You crushed my orbital bones. I know, but a lot of the melons are missing. Damn oh, it! My obese. I'm gonna lay down on these leaves real quick and see if I can find some of them. I'm gonna bleed out uh, here. Quite, uh, hold on, hold on. You might still be here, boy. Quiet. Uh, Let me go see. Well, here's one. My blood will nourish the water. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, sh- don't make me whiskey. look. I'm just another child uh, of yours
1: that's dying. Uh,
0: put some of these leaves over you. And <laughs> see you later.
1: Do you even remember my name? Uh, yes, of course. Shh, shh, shh. Sh- Don't talk. What is
0: it? Don't talk.
1: What's my name? Try to die. What's my name?
0: Hey, Jeremy.
1: Huh? What? Germany. Germany? Yeah. Okay. It's close. There you go. That was sad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's not okay what just happened. Uh, But it's what happened. It's
1: what happened. Yeah. Uh, So when he was 14, Stephen tried to run away and join the Revolutionary Army. (laughs) Mister? <laughs> he joined an artillery company, but then his dad found out and came and got him discharged. Uh. And then that same regiment came through town six weeks later, and Stephen tried again, and this time he qui- quipped himself the way he thought a soldier would. Quote, I took a bed blanket and tied it full of clothes and provisions. My provisions consisted of bread and cheeses, that being the only kind which was ready-cooked. All this baggage, together with an old musket belonging to my father, powder horn filled with powder, thirty balls. My appearance in camp in this ludicrous plight was an object of universal curiosity and amusement.
0: So he just he, packed a gun in a picnic and was like, "I'm in the army."
1: Yeah, he dressed himself. He he look he looks like a crazy person, right? I mean, and he,
0: they and they were like, "This kid this is a child and he's crazy." Yeah.
1: Well, they they still took him because
0: right. They were like, "Well." Uh, <laughs> He's got really good cheese. He so. has
1: arms and eyes, so I guess we can use him.
0: Know. He can stab.
1: So, yeah, he convinced the enlisting officer to let him enlist on the agreement that he would not discharge him if his father came to take him back
0: There's again. There's just one thing. If my stupid dad comes and says I'm not allowed to be in the army, you got to tell him to go F himself.
1: I mean, he's 14. Yeah. So uh, the officer agreed, but when, Reverend, when the Reverend came, he immediately discharged him. Damn it! You said! You promised me! Uh, Then Stephen enlisted... Give me back my brie! (laughs) Then Stephen enlisted again. Okay. This time with a different enlisting officer, and when his father came... My God! The enlisting officer refused to discharge him unless Stephen agreed to it. And he was like, no! Uh, And he refused. So uh, his dad's like, damn it! (laughs) Well, it's quite a conundrum. Well,
0: my boy's in the army now! (laughs) (laughs)
1: So the Reverend Burroughs had to write a letter to General George Washington. Wow. Requesting uh Stevens release. He described Stevens' previous attempts, said he believed the cause in the cause of America, and said he was Washington's servant, and concluded with a PS quote during the time my son was in the army, he never passed muster nor drew any bounty or clothing, and so Stephen was released by George Washington. Wow. Wow. Had to go to the top, man. <laughs> go to the head honcho. I
0: get the president's like, yeah, this teenager okay. should not be in the army. Come on. I've got other stuff.
1: At 16, Stephen entered Dartmouth College and uh, kept constantly pulling pranks. His which...
0: dad was like, get him out of here.
1: <laughs> I wish I couldn't find what the pranks were, but- Back uh, then. Kept the school and myself in a constant uproar. So he said everyone was enjoying it.
0: Okay. Right? So probably a lot of outhouse stuff. Yeah,
1: a lot of um, putting a watermelon in an outhouse. Right, yeah. Stephen thought he had problems at Dartmouth because he did not dress in the correct manner. His shows and clues were, clothes were worn. He was also failing several classes.
0: Okay. Uh, well, he's pranking a lot, so.
1: Yeah, but he thought he was being unfairly targeted.
0: Sure, okay. Sure. Sure.
1: Quote, on one hand, I was excited, invited, and flattered to gratify those who were fond of amusement. On the other hand, I was watched with the scrutinizing eye of jealousy for misconduct and readiness to censure censor me that would be thought innocent in others. So he's saying.
0: I went through that. I completely... That's what happened But he's a prankster. Yeah, no, I, I'm saying I understand. I, like, I I know why it happened. I was like, yeah, because you fucking toyed around a lot I'm yeah. watching you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's what happened. Yes, but I, I definitely felt that. I would be like, morning, and they'd be like, go to the principal's office. I'd be like, but I... Uh, yeah. I see
1: yeah. Um... So two years in, he was accused of stealing money and expelled from Dartmouth. Okay. So he leaves New Hampshire for a Newburyport, Massachusetts where he joined the crew of a privateer, right? So he's gonna be a pirate, a legal pirate.
0: It's just amazing for your life to be like, army student pirate. I know, he's like fucking 18 or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, like, I guess I'll just be a pirate? <laughs> like you're just like going places like, what do you do here? <laughs> I'll be a pirate, okay. <laughs>
1: So after getting some tips from an old medicine man, he became the ship's doctor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So remember, um, the brain's up here, (laughs) genitals are here, (laughs) these are feet. And then this is elderberry. It's pretty much good for everything. And okay. if anyone says they don't like the smell, use lavender. Yeah, okay. Okay? So I'm a doctor now? You're not only a doctor, you're one of the best doctors and a surgeon. Yes! Yeah, oh, I get to cut people open and yeah, take stuff a- out? Absolutely. Now just remember, this area is full of icky guts.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: You should be able to figure that out. Okay. Long ones in the stomach. Uh,
1: did they do the same
0: thing? Pretty much. Yeah. It's either all blood blood or processing our okay. air. Yeah, great. So, pretty much, whatever. Oh, you know? I love
1: being a doctor.
0: You're one of the best I've ever seen. Thank you. Here's a sword for incisions. Okay. All right, and a gun. Okay. For any uh, time yeah. you need it. I have to shoot a knee off or whatever. Shoot someone's knee apart yeah. to, f- to help there. I'm going to love this. Absolutely. Yeah. God, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you. Oh. You're going to die now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Damn it. Wow, what a <laughs> curveball. So, yeah,
1: so he is the ship's doctor, quote, after obtaining the assistance I have a
0: pamphlet, I'm the doctor.
1: <laughs> after obtaining the assistance advice and direction of an old practitioner in physic, together with mass together with marks set on each parcel of medicine, I thought myself tolerably well qualified to perform the Office of Physic on board the ship. I
0: can't believe he is just now a doctor. I mean, I know that we've talked about it before. But it's no... But how do you... How, I. It's, okay, how do you feel comfortable being considered a doctor? Well, you, you don't, because I, did
1: you ever when you had to get a job early on, you were just like temping or whatever, did you ever say, Oh yeah, I know XL and then you get the job and you're like, Oh fuck, I don't know XL.
0: yeah, I guess I've been I mean yes so but it's I've the never same thing. But it's not because it's it like someone's life.
1: I know, but that life doesn't matter back then. <laughs> I
0: don't know if that's true. I mean uh,
1: Odds are a doctor's not doing shit anyway. I guarantee
0: you, the person with the disease isn't like anyone. They're probably like, "Who knows the most?" <laughs>
1: yeah, but the guy who knew the most was like, "Hey, let's put beetles in your eyes." Right. Like, it's I, not...
0: guess, I guess it's almost like the, it's almost like if you watch CNN, you know you know less. So it's like <laughs> that. I guess it's like being trained medically back then. You, it is detrimental to being able to figure stuff out. Yeah, because you're like, maybe I should cut that out, and they're like, cut it out. Just put your mouth in there and chew on it. <laughs> Treat it like a dog toy.
1: So the first week on the ship, he had terrible seasickness, and uh, is anyone a doctor? <laughs> and when he got better, he immediately started pulling pranks.
0: <laughs> so he's okay. So we've got Sea Patch Adams. <laughs>
1: This led to the captain accusing him of stealing wine and giving it to the crew. Pranks. That's I know these a prank. He's I, I don't know what this prankster. I'm a prankster. prankster. I broke into a bank. I'm a pranky. <laughs> I broke into the liquor cabinet, stole all the liquor, and drank it. I'm a prankster. I, I'm what you call a bit of a jokey? So, uh, so Stephen denies it, but he uh, was kicked in the head and put in the ship's jail.
0: Well, you know what we do to you now. You go to jail after a head kick. You know the punishment. Keep doing that, you'll get kicked in the head twice. Who wants to boot him? Oh, I do. There we are.
1: Back in Massachusetts, so the ship goes back to Massachusetts. He, he leaves the ship, and he looks for another ship to get on. As a doctor. As a doctor. But before he could, he was arrested. <laughs> Several members of his crew were accusing him of giving wine to a crew member who had disappeared. So there's clearly wine missing, and they've all decided it's him. And now they're saying, oh, you got this guy drunk or whatever, and he fell off the ship or something, but sure. maybe that guy just took the wine.
0: Right. Okay. It's all... So we don't know, but it's but people are saying it's him, but speculatively, a guy could have just gotten drunk and then been like, well, what yeah. is he? And also, yeah.
1: he, uh, Stephen has also taken it. Like it's right. It's For Stephen, sure. yes, right. because he's a prankster, yeah. a merry prankster. Right.
0: I killed one of them after getting him drunk. <laughs> Such a goof. Uh,
1: so... They said Stephen had, quote, given him of wine out of the cabin and that afterwards I broke open a chest of wine and handed him the bottles and likewise broke open a bale of silk and hid one piece of it. So they're saying, you know,
0: they stole a little bit, but but that the guy died of his own alcohol. Well, we don't know what happened to the guy. It doesn't really go into
1: it. But so Stephen denies it. He just says, I don't know. And he's sent to jail. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, he, at this point, he decides to give up sea life. He's like, you know what, boats, it's not working out. I'm
0: a good land. It's hard. Banker.
1: If you have a, a pr- pranking but being enclosed in an area is Yeah, tough. it's tough because it's like then the people are
0: like, what's your problem? Yeah, well, you can a, leave town on, on land.
1: Um, so he get, he gets out. I don't know he's released. They must not have had enough on him. Um, and he now decides that he's going to become a preacher. But he's not a preacher, so he decides to plagiarize his father's sermons and just pretend he's a preacher for work.
0: So in order to be a preacher, you had to have some sort of training. But essentially, if yes. you had a bunch of shit, you could say that was enough.
1: Yeah, you could. You could. It's like when I said I did XL. Right. It's the same. Right. Right uh so he auditioned did in... you
0: lie and say that you knew how yeah to i got a job it?
1: i got a job at the writers guild and then um after about four weeks they're like hey can you do this and i was like uh, i gotta be honest i don't know xl and the next day i was gone
0: <laughs> you know when i used to valet cars i would train people once a week and there were two different times where dudes showed up and didn't know how to drive stick and i was like yeah it's gonna be a real problem oh, and there's really? no way that the people who hired you know that <laughs>
1: And also, you getting behind the the, the wheel of a portion be like,
0: oh, and that's how it would happen. Someone would get in the car, being like, "I'm sh-, like, their plan was never to be like, once I get there, I'll tell the guy. Their plan both times was like, I'll figure it out, and then I'd just be like, the hell is happening, and then be like, how do you? The clutch is weird. I'd be like, that's the brake. So that's why it's acting strange for you.
1: Uh so. So he starts auditioning for in different towns to be a preacher. What the and fuck? What f- audition? Yeah, he would go in and do like a sermon, and they'd be like, "Oh, this guy's pretty pretty good. good. Yeah. I like your sermon. Pretty
0: good. You talk about the stuff that's not true really well." Um,
1: and he lands a gig in Pelham, Massachusetts, where he used the name Davis. So he's calling himself um, Stephen Davis, Astrid which Astrid is Davis. It's his mother's maiden name. Sure. But after a few successful sermons, some people are starting to grow a little suspicious.
0: I've heard this sermon before. <laughs> I felt that too. A lot of the things he was saying rang familiar. Gosh, it just feels like that's not his sermon.
1: I do what's known as a common sermon. What does that mean? It means it feels it's super familiar. familiar. They're called,
0: familiar. They're called dis- familiar sermons. That's by design? It's the spirit of God. Really that's what's happening within you
1: I didn't even know that
0: was po- well I wasn't I either until I just said you it, are yeah. one of the best I've heard because most of it sounded lifted
1: yeah I mean it lifted from God
0: right yeah of that's course. what you're feeling yeah yeah Jesus Jesus sorry would judged you
1: well I don't know if I'll get over it but okay
0: very Christian <laughs> uh
1: so he gets called on to preach A funeral sermon.
0: So what is... I mean, in stand-up terms, this is what? He's got a feature gig?
1: He's got a gig at this place. He's in in a town. He's the town preacher. He is? Yeah, he's got got the gig. Okay. And um, (laughs) so someone dies, and they're going to have a funeral sermon, which means it's in a house. And a private house, very crowded. This meant, quote, it was in the power of any to look into my notes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) One who had wandered at my always, I don't know, being prepared to preach, took this opportunity of looking over my notes and thought they appeared too old to be lately written.
0: Oh, so he took, he directly took his father's pages. Yeah, I
1: think he actually took the pages. Okay,
0: and they're like, these are very dog-eared. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The date here from a while ago. That's weird. It's not signed by you.
1: So people start talking. Uh Uh-huh and, quote, began to grow uneasy with the apprehension of my preaching sermons, not my own.
0: Okay, so he, okay.
1: So he he runs away. Uh-huh, sure. So, great, he, great he, run. He runs to Rutland, but the angry congregants come Follow after him?
0: him. Wow. I mean, uh, this fired up about, it's not, I mean, it's still like, tech. I mean, to them, this still would be like the word of, you know, a good preacher. Yeah. So, you know, I get being like, oh, those aren't your words, but like the idea to be like, let's kill him. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I think
1: it's super offensive to them. I don't know. I, sure. You know, I sure. don't fucking know. <laughs> you love him. Yeah. Um, so they follow him to Rutland. They corner him in a barn. Sure. And they demand he repay them for two weeks of sermons he had not made yet.
0: Oh, so he's he so got he got si- he got signed right yeah, to a saying, longer hey, sermon. He got signed to a seven sermon deal, hey, and he's two uh, sermons short.
1: Hey, listen, guys, could I get a? A little upfront sermon uh, money just to tide me over. I got oh, a brand new absolutely. place. Oh, absolutely. You're new to
0: town. Yes. You're good for the sermon. Yeah, yeah. I got so a whole, it'll be seven total. I got, yeah. Oh, great. great. Yeah. That's great. Uh, Some funerals and everything. You know, it'll can be great.
1: I get a, like a month ahead uh, of sermon? That's uh, highly I? unorthodox. Yeah. But, uh, I, uh, I got to, I'm going to build a new wall. Oh,
0: yeah. We all need a wall. I got to get a hoe. You need a hoe. Um, got a hoe. And then, you know. Yeah. Dirt. And, and dirt. That's yeah. not free. Yeah. Okay, well, nothing about this is shooting up any red flags. Yeah. So that's great. I'm going to sermon the shit out of it. Well, that's a
1: strange, strange... Yeah, uh, it's just absolutely sermon the shit out of it. Like, I'm going to sermon so fucking hard mm, that your eyes started, are to uh, fucking spin.
0: As soon as you got that money, it feels like yeah, you became a
1: little... Yeah, it's sweet money in my pocket. Odd. God's money.
0: <laughs> What's going on? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think it's so much... Do you know what tequila is? No. It comes from down south.
0: Okay, what is it?
1: It'll make. I call it fucking happy juice. What is this? And, you have happy and juice my, for us. My saying is, I'm not responsible for what I do when I'm on tequila. You have because I I turn it fucking loose. Your language
0: is really like
1: I am I'm on, I've but... been doing tequila um, all morning. You can give us happy juice
0: since I got the money.
1: Tequila? It's so fucking rad. Language. It's just the So most... you
0: can without swearing, you can get us the happy juice. Yeah, fuck
1: yeah. You're... Stop swearing and when you're in it. We're all gonna eat the fucking worm. You know what I mean? We're gonna eat
0: the fucking worm. Stop saying stuff like that. We will eat your worms if they're happy. But the happy juice is what we have our eyes on. If you can get us the happy juice, I'll pay you. But you have to stop swearing. What'd you fucking say? To stop me? saying that word. What'd you Stop f- saying that word. What you fucking stop? Do you listen, you son of a bitch? What you're really? The smell. I'm
1: really what? Is
0: this happy juice? I'm
1: really what? You ever heard of Cabo?
0: I look. I haven't heard of a lot of the things. No. What is a Cabo?
1: I went down there and got in a fight with thirty-two fucking
0: dudes. I mean, I feel like this is not great.
1: This is my next sermon,
0: bitch. Okay. Well, it's pretty good. <laughs>
1: All right, so they have him cornered a barn.
0: Mm-hmm, right. Forgot about that.
1: And uh, they want the money, and he's trapped. He's, he's he's in a barn. He's up in a loft, and he's sure. got a pitchfork. What was his
0: plan? He was like, I'll go in that barn. I don't know if he that has. That way anything. I can't get out. So he's, holding, he's
1: standing there after he's holding a pitchfork, and then he gives a furious
0: sermon. Uh, this is so stupid. Uh, this is <laughs> so stupid. So they've cornered him in the barn and he now Dave he's gonna sermon like he's never sermoned before and then he realizes, I got the sermon in me I yeah. just need th- I mean
1: hey that's <laughs> how it works. It would later be called the Sermon on a haymo
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? He gives a sermon in the barn and they're like, it's the sermon on the hay Uh, He was on a mountain of hay. (laughs) Uh,
1: The beginning, uh, so one of the quotes is, where I am, ye cannot come. So it's all about, stay the fuck away from me.
0: And they're like, that's really good. What a good sermon.
1: In it, he discussed previous preachers who had left the town. Hear ye the voice of the Lord, which crieth against the Pelamites for the anger of the Lord soaketh with a furious indignation against you for the follies, which you committed against the Lord and against his anointed. So he's saying like, you guys are the fucking problem. Right. You keep driving away preachers.
0: Right. And they're like, wait, we are.
1: And he references all these previous preachers who left and, uh, quote, then said the Lord, I will give them a minister like unto themselves, full of all deceit, hypocrisy, and duplicity. He's the one we need. Then came there forth a lying spirit and stood before the Lord, saying, I will go forth and be a spirit in the mouth of Stephen the Baronite. Oh, and the Lord him. said, Go. Oh, my so God.
0: So he's just like up this there. This is unbelievable stuff. Where was this before, boy? <laughs> this is unbelievable stuff. He's calling us shitheads and him a shithead. He's our shithead. He's one of us. So. I hope. I just hope one of them was just like, you think we're going to be able to sit here and listen to you say something like that and your fate's going to change. Let's get him. It doesn't. A long-term contract. No, it doesn't work? Well,
1: what happened is a a bystander comes in. I and, was outside. And he's like, what are you guys doing? And then he starts questioning the Pelamites. Like, what the fuck? Why are you holding this? Why are you trying to kill this guy? Well, cause
0: he was, Who are you? Cause he was. He,
1: oh, did you not make a mistake? No, Maybe it's, you, it's on you but for but hiring him. Hold
0: on, him. bystander, because he was. he's a jerk off.
1: Okay, so right now I think you're the bad guys, and this poor fella up there who's a preacher, I can tell because he's preaching, he's being pretty brutally honest. And you guys seem like, I don't know if this is the right word, but pretty whack.
0: Thank God you were standing there by yourself. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. What a great evaluation.
1: (laughs) So he gets away because of this guy.
0: Thank God for the bystander.
1: Yeah. Um, he stays in Massachusetts and at some point met a con man named Phillips. And Phillips claimed he could turn copper into silver. I'm your silver guy. <laughs> it's so funny that it's copper. Like the co- I love the Why co- wouldn't you just... Why, why why isn't it just iron? Like, why is it copper? Like, copper is actually worth something. I'm
0: pretty limited. I can only do copper. Oh,
1: no. What am I saying? Because people then give him copper. Never mind. Oh, okay. There was a shortage but of still, hard... still,
0: the idea that you... Like, I mean... You know, like, con people be like, I know where we can make some money downtown. They weren't like, you know, I'm kind of a wizard. I'm basically a wizard. Uh, okay, yeah, I can, like, uh, wizard stuff.
1: Well, um, there's a shortage of hard currency, because it's right after the Revolutionary War, so people are into the, they're like, oh, alchemy? That sounds fucking awesome. Like, okay. this is a way out of our plight. Sure. Paper money and banknotes were not reliable forms of currency, and Congress was starting to print paper money, and private banks were making their own bank currency, sure. so silver is more desirable, because silver's not, it's not, it, a it, bank's not vouching for it, right? right? And they're like, that's better, or the government or whatever. Um, so Stephen and a friend named uh, Lysander gave their money to Phillips their coin, obviously, Uh and then he just left.
0: Right, so really,
1: it "It takes
0: about five years. (laughs) Sorry, I should have said that on the other side. Yeah, I didn't
1: mention it's a long, long process. Um, All right,
0: well, I gotta go to my home to do this. Then I'll be right back. And my home is? Your home? Is where you... Oh, your home. My home, you won't come to my home. (laughs) I'll come to your home. No, 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 that's not how it works. I need to be alone in order to do it properly. Do you want your silver or not, guy? People can't be around you when you turn. Absolutely them. not. I need to be in a dark room, at a special room. I can't tell you where it is. <laughs> you drive me right out of business. Well, I'll just I'll wait right outside? Huh? I'll wait outside. No, that's probably. It's too close. You need to be eight miles away. Eight? Yep. Yeah, otherwise, it won't work. Believe me, I've tried. Did you be eight miles away from any person? Yeah. Yeah. Or no, the person who gives me it. That's it. The person who gives you the money? Yeah. Yeah. I got to be eight miles away from him. Otherwise, it won't work. This is science. This is science. Okay. Yeah, so, um, but I'll be back. But don't come after me. If you come close during the process, which could take a little while, then it won't work. Then you waste your money, guy. Don't be an idiot. (laughs) You're going to have so much silver, it's going to spin your top. It doesn't sound great. Well, it's going to be great. Trust me. This is what I do. I have magic hands. And a machine. (laughs) I'll see you later, buddy. Bye. Yep. (laughs)
1: Uh, so, yeah. So the guy leaves and- How long um, you think he'll be? <laughs> another guy who had been taken by Phillips was a counterfeiter named uh, Glazier Wheeler.
0: Sure. Glazier Wheeler.
1: And Lysander convinces Stephen to go into business with Wheeler. Okay. Lysander, quote, Glazier Wheeler is a man who can be depended on for his honesty to those for whom he undertakes to work and can- Make one silver dollar into three counterfeits, which will pass as any. So he's like, this guy's really honest. He's a counterfeiter.
0: Yeah, this is the best counterfeiter. You can trust this it's guy. It's
1: the most honest counterfeiter. He's though. got a
0: job based on total lies. You can get <laughs> into business with him. It's smart.
1: Now, Stephen could not tell the difference between Wheeler's counterfeit coins and the real coins. He's like, these are
0: fucking amazing. Okay.
1: But Wheeler had actually never tried them in the real world. Okay. So Stephen took some of the counterfeit coins and tried them at an apothecary in Springfield and was immediately arrested.
0: <laughs> so Stephen just eyeballs these and then he's like, wow, they look basically the same. Not thinking like someone else should probably approve or like, it's just a bit of a whim. Okay. And the apothecary he's like, I'm full of bullshit and this is bullshit. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Do you want a potion to get rid of your lies?
1: So a member of the Pelham congregation uh, became a witness at his trial. Okay. He said Stephen was, quote, the greatest villain in the world. I've been everywhere. He had come to Pelham under a fictitious name, had there preached when he was unworthy of the business, had endeavored to kill a number of men in Pelham, and had cheated them out of their money.
0: Objection!
1: What? uh... Uh why? Because. Because That's bullshit. That's not an
0: objection. That's like an opinion. Objection. Okay. What's an objection?
1: When it goes against the 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 court's rules, like you you would be objecting to what the court allows to be said. I don't think
0: he should be allowed to say that stuff.
1: No, but that's not part of that's just what you want what you believe, not what the court's rules are.
0: Huh. All right, thank you, sir.
1: Okay, I'm going to go on. Great. With the
0: yeah, please continue.
1: Why are you? And he had cheated them out of. Oh, my... yeah.
0: oh sorry. <sighs> sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry.
1: So after the Pelham guy testifies, uh, the judge sends Stephen uh, to jail, and he's waiting for a trial in the Supreme Court. I don't know exactly how that worked, but sure. Okay. It did make sense, but that's you this know, went to the Supreme Court. There may have been a hearing before the trial. Sure. Yeah. Well, there's no one living there. Like, you know, right. it's probably the only court that's like <laughs> okay. doing this. Right. So he he's in jail waiting for this, and he wrote a he writes a satirical book. Sure. Titled the Hay Mouse Sermon about.
0: He writes a funny little slap about up, what happened about when he was cornered in a barn with a pitchfork and yeah, basically his ass off. about
1: about the whole thing that happened in Pelham. Sure. He, he comes clean. He. Uh, he transcribes his bar barn sermon that he gave and puts it out, and people fucking love it. It's
0: just people were so stupid. They're like, "This is great."
1: So he goes into the Supreme Court trial, like thinking, like, "Well, I'm fucking hot shit. Like, I got this popular book. Everyone loves my story." Um, and he represents himself.
0: Great, always good, as we've said on this show, no, always right,
1: never goes wrong. Uh, it was described as a very entertaining performance. But the case against him was too strong, and the jury found him guilty, and he
0: got three years in prison. Okay. Not so funny now, are you, funny man? So,
1: the first night he's in prison, he tries to break out, but- First uh, night? First night. Fails. Okay. Um, And soon after, he and his cellmate come up with another escape plan to dig through the foundation of the cell chimney.
0: Absolutely. There were cell chimneys. Absolutely. I mean, there
1: had to be, because it was too cold, but- there's a chimney in a cell. Well, just so you know, there's a fireplace in and a chimney.
0: To, you know, they need gifts too. Uh,
1: "Quote: We soon filled our room with stones and rubbish. I labored like Sisyphus <laughs> in rolling huge stones out of the chimney way. Oh
0: my god!
1: So they're just taking apart the chimney
0: and Sisyphusing.
1: Yeah, Sisyphusing. They uh, then come across a really big stone. They can't move. At around midnight,
0: that's Sisyphusing
1: and then their fuel ran out for the lights so they couldn't see Shit. so they decide when the sun com- when the sun comes up we'll finish and get out of here i mean that didn't go well quote the jailer came into the room and what
0: the hell are you guys doing <laughs> looks <laughs> like you're trying to break out what looks like you're in the middle of trying to break out <laughs>
1: And what was the scene pictured to his view? Rubbish, rocks, stones, and dirt filled the room. Two men, almost naked, covered in sweat and dust.
0: Hey, hey, hey. hi! Hey. We were. Why ex- are you naked? We were exercising. Why are you naked? Uh,
1: we were exercising. Why is there
0: so much trash in here?
1: Uh, that's all exercise. Like the chimney
0: got taken apart.
1: Yeah, we went really hard.
0: What exercise were you doing? Uh... Why were you naked doing this in here? It's called the
1: chimney workout. Okay. And you gotta do it naked. Why?
0: Uh, it just was in the book. What book? Can I see it? Oh, that got burned in the chimney. Well, where- the chimney looks like it's been taken apart, not used. And again, I'm gonna ask it again, boys. Uh-huh. Where are the clothes? What's the deal? Uh, they... Who?
1: The guys? What guys? Who are the guys? The guys who told us? Name the guys. Uh, the Chimney Boys. They had a book? They, yes. They had a book in their exercise. Said they to... They travel around doing Take ha- the
0: chimney apart naked with a friend. That's the exercise. And that's the exercise. And again, the trash is for what? It's weird that the trash is the one you're having the hardest time answering. The naked one, you're really throwing The trash...
1: It was in the chimney?
0: Nah, nope. It didn't-
1: uh, It was supposed to burn, it didn't, so now- So you took the
0: chimney apart.
1: Right. And, and then you fixing got... it. And working out.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> boy, this is- <laughs> 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 then Imagine just walking up there naked. <laughs> hey! They got a big stone they can't lift. Hi! Can you help us? How was your night? Can you help us lift the stone? Get your clothes off! Get down here! You like garbage?
1: Um. So obviously that's not great. Uh, they were whipped and then Jesus. put into a smaller, more tortuous, high security cell.
0: Oh, it's not as funny anymore. But man, uh, uh, for a minute there.
1: And then they were chained. Oh my so god. So okay. Stevens comes up with another plan.
0: I need to eat the chains <laughs> like just... spaghetti.
1: Set fire to the jail.
0: We're going to burn the whole thing down.
1: Which would kill him, which is why he he was like, fuck this. I'm just going to end it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, This is
0: what, day three?
1: (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. So the floor is made of boards and there's cracks between them. And then I guess there's a big space below.
0: We need to shrink ourselves.
1: So have you seen that movie? Um, So he dropped the coals from his fire through the cracks and the shavings down below. He's going with it. And other stuff. And it starts on fire. Holy shit. And then he laid down on his bed and waited for death.
0: Any moment now.
1: But the fire didn't come into his cell like he thought it would. Instead, the rest of the jail caught on fire. So his his somehow his room is not on fire. Only And one. the rest of the jail is
0: burning. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, okay, you know what? Maybe I'll try. This is not bad. I think maybe I'll live.
1: Uh, it did cause his chain to loosen. So what it was chained to, it, like it's okay, able to... Right. It's all very weird. Sure. So he now can move around his cell, and then when the fire was put out, they come in and they find him unchained, and they figure, oh, he started the fire. What? But he did start the fire.
0: Yeah, but it's like their detective work is crazy. <laughs> well, his chain's loose. It must have been him. Everyone else died. You know how fire works. It leaves the guy who started it.
1: He was then stripped and whipped. Um, after this, he was treated terribly, and they stopped giving him food.
0: Jesus.
1: So, his uncle Ebenezer comes to of course, visit. Of who course. Who else would have be? Yeah, of course. Hello, I'm from the 1700s. Yeah. <laughs> I'm what's known as a stereotype.
0: I'm being written.
1: So, when he goes to see Stephen, Stephen looks like a skeleton. His uncle demands that he be, be put in a better cell and fed. Yeah. Humans um, need food. Yeah, we should feed people. He then tried to escape again, and that's it. They're like, that's it. And they sent him to Castle Island Prison in Boston where he quickly decided to escape through the chimney.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Keep an eye on the chimney, get would rid, you guys? Get rid of the fucking chimney. Or i have a chimney guard, there's one guy there, you're a chimney detail. I mean, it's amazing to just, in a jail, be like, and then there's a tunnel out. So, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've left out of the tour. So again, you can sell lock, open at 7 a.m., lock at 10. It's a chimney there, just easy to get up, and then you're outside, uh, yeah, and that's a 3 okay. hot to hot so, Great. yeah, there you go. Great. Is all there right. a ladder in the chimney? Uh, well, obviously, for it to be clean, there has to be a ladder yeah. in the chimney, yeah. so yes, okay. there's a ladder to climb, right. the chimney for it to be clean, that right. goes right outside, and this is a jail, you can't leave it, no matter what okay. you do. Right. There's a hole out of it. See you all later, right.
1: buddy. I'm going to take off my clothes.
0: All right, of course, we all are.
1: Uh, so he uses a nail to scrape away the bricks, and he works for two months and made a hole large enough to get through, and then waited for a rainy night to mask the sound.
0: Okay, smart.
1: Steven is He's Se- going
0: out through the chimney?
1: Yeah. which is hole he's made. Of course. So that Stephen and several other prisoners uh, break out, and they were on the run for three days before they were caught.
0: I, I, it is astounding to me that it is this, I mean- like people break out of jail now like there's you know yeah. so it seems like it would be a lot easier to get away with this but they're really yeah. struggling
1: um so he gets caught they 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 all get several they get several hundred lashings jesus he tries to escape again and fails uh he also tried to take over the prison once
0: that's And nice. when you get to that point where you're like i think i might just run it <laughs> tonight we run it <laughs>
1: so at this point he starts to think well maybe escaping isn't the way to go okay and he starts behaving well until he gets released and wow yeah he learned our boy our boy learns but wow uh so he's released in 1788 and then he goes to stay with his uh uncle ebenezer in charlton massachusetts
0: this is gonna be quite a bad time for you gonna have so much
1: fun do you have a chimney uncle i'm a wet noodle i only like to come in and out uh, through chimneys now—it's just something. That, it's Not in my house. PTSD. You'll go through the
0: trapdoor. Oh, I'm an evil weirdo. <laughs> Hello. Jeez, I had no idea. You like my cane? Yeah. I'll hit you with it. Uh, that's how's that? I'm a dick. <laughs> I'm Ebenezer. <laughs> my parents said it's made a lifetime of being a dick when they called me that. Yeah. Now don't yeah me. Make me a drink. No. Oh, whoa. Well,
1: well, gonna be your own a uh, little bit of your own poison there, buddy.
0: Mm-hmm. My nipples are hard. <laughs> sorry. Jesus, sorry, <laughs> it's been a while since anyone's been here.
1: So he marries Ebenezer's daughter.
0: He marries his uncle's daughter. So he marries his cousin. He marries his
1: cousin Sally sure.
0: Davis. He marries his cousin. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people. Einstein. That's the thing. Einstein married his cousin. Yeah. I, the, the list of greats that married their cousins goes on and on. Einstein, Giuliani. It goes on and on.
1: <laughs> He got a job as a teacher in the local school. It looks like he's turned a corner and he's becoming a nice fine man.
0: But then he breaks out of the school through the uh, chimney. Uh,
1: but then, quote, about six months previous to my marriage, two daughters of D. Bacon attended my school. At a certain time, the elder of D. Bacon's daughters remained with me in the schoolhouse. Mm. A number of circumstances happening to throw a certain enjoyment full in my view. The temptation was too powerful.
0: Oh, how, I mean, how, what's, how old is this person? I have no
1: idea. Uh, I intimated to her that from the principles of integrity as well as tenderness to her own welfare, I should keep this business a secret from every living person.
0: Oh, what a creep. So he was just like, I just had to, terribly dirty thought about you but <laughs> I shouldn't tell you because I shouldn't say it out loud and I shouldn't bother you with my dirty thoughts so uh-huh. then she and she's just and how no, I mean it wasn't just dirty thoughts well I'm not but that's like seems like what his move was he was like yeah. I just thought dirty stuff. Yeah. how bad yeah. look at your do you want buttons. to hear what it was yeah and this person is in school yeah it's one of his students so this is
1: maybe age let's just say 16 okay let's
0: well, for thank you
1: yeah Uh, so the girl tells all of her friends okay after he said don't tell anybody and soon everyone in the town knows and he is charged with assault attempt sorry, intent to commit rape and open gross lewd and lascivious conduct they got him as far as the last count, did, okay, open gross lewd. Stephen had a terrible argument. "Quote: Everything which took place was in private. Therefore, how can it be said that open lewdness <laughs> is proved by this testimony?" Uh,
0: it's like, buddy, buddy, uh, buddy. Uh, 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 uh,
1: I did it behind uh, closed okay, doors.
0: Okay, that's what I was taught All to right. do at school. Okay,
1: I trained as a teacher. Uh,
0: I take issue with the fact that it was gross. <laughs> but not gross, but beautiful.
1: <laughs> he pleads guilty on this one. Okay. And he gets three months in prison and lashings at the public whipping
0: post. Sure. Sure, sure. What was his
1: previous crime?
0: His previous crime? Well Why like, did he get three years? Wasn't it for the uh uh
1: Well banknotes for currency. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I love right. that. So victimless crime, essentially. Right. He, right. did, he did, wasn't able to pass uh, a a Curren- coin currency victim crime right nah a lot less three months yeah it's just a girl uh so he uh, gets three months in prison and lashings uh he next moves to Long Island where he got a job teaching this is like a priest
0: <laughs> yeah seriously
1: he told the community about his crimes and they still accepted him.
0: Well, we still think you should teach.
1: I, I just want to. Uh, so I uh, let me start out by saying I didn't fuck her.
0: Wow! And, Quite an opening. Uh,
1: I I rubbed some stuff. Mm. Um, I did a little, you know, jerky, jerky. Sure. Um, didn't like I said. Didn't fuck How her. How good's your
0: grammar? It's f- pretty fucking rad. You'll teach English. Yeah. Great. Okay. All right. This is society.
1: I probably won't do it again. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so they hire him, and even though they know everything about him, it, so so he's a teacher. He doesn't think there's enough books. So he talks to town people and given him money, uh, which he would use to buy books for a town library. Okay. This is one of the first libraries in America. Okay. This guy sets it up. Um, There's a lot of squabbling over the books between the townspeople and the elders and
0: sure, blah, right? Blah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's a weird time where people are like freaking out over what would be taught or what wouldn't, you know, irrationally. Or irrationally, <laughs> yeah, could know. you imagine? No, I just <laughs> um, we're gonna be fine. Uh,
1: so then, after this job, he goes to Georgia and works as a private tutor. The state is in the middle of a land speculation craze. So people are just buying up land. And he pretends to be a land surveyor to get close to this millionaire, uh, Robert Morris. He had helped finance the American Revolution. And Morris trusts Stephen. Sure. Like, he gets in with him. And I
0: love the idea of, like, acting like a land surveyor. So you're just, like, lifting up your glasses, like, oh, yeah, okay, that's good. Excuse me, what are you doing there? Just surveying the land. So I'm sorry, I, didn't- I don't know if you're in the middle of something, but I'm just having a... Quick squint over here, just to sort of... Okay, so it's sort of slopey. Yeah, okay.
1: You know exactly what I'm looking for, a man with eyes that squint. Oh, While just, looking
0: at land. I'm surveying. You oh. Need to just, what, what's happening? I'm sorry. Yes, I'm,
1: I'm looking for a land surveyor. Oh,
0: yeah. That's what I'm just... Because that's that why you're here. squinting. I, yeah, I'm, well, I'm squinting because I'm noticing a slope. So personally, like my vision. Oh, kind of a zoomed. slope!
1: I wouldn't have noticed that. Well, I'd say I'm you can not a see professional. right
0: there, it's a little slopy. And yeah. then over there, you can see that it gets it's a little bumpy. Uh huh. Just making some notes of that. About very what, impressive. Hundred kilometers, very bumpy. Um, yeah, I'm swamped right now, but I guess I could work for you. Have kilometers been invented yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, by me, I haven't told you about them yet. No. Yeah, I've got this whole thing. It's going to work really well, and then sure. we'll change it in this country. Uh huh. Yep. So, yeah, it's a. That's I'm done surveying. Are you a I, witch? No, no, no. No, just a land surveyor. No promise. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, great.
1: So, yeah, he acts like a land surveyor. He gets in with this Morris guy. The Morris My back's
0: so sore from surveying <laughs> land. Oh, sorry.
1: Morris starts bringing him on projects. He starts making ton of, tons of money. Um, and then the land bubble bursts Sure, and Morris loses his entire fortune so much so that he's put in a debtor's prison
0: oh my god so
1: this guy goes from funding, helping fund the American Revolution to being like in a debtor's prison so
0: I can turn copper into silver I
1: guess I shouldn't have bought Georgia <laughs> uh, Stephen also goes broke And on top of that, a lawyer sold this house without permission and took the money and left France. Oh, my God. (laughs) That guy's the hero. That's the hero (laughs) of the story. That's our favorite person. The guy flees to France after selling someone else's house.
0: Hey! Bye! I'm going to have a really good life. (laughs) In
1: 1797, he moves back. He's got no money. He moves back in with his dad. He's working on the farm. Sure. Uh, He's 32. He's completely broke. Okay. He starts writing his memoirs. What right. would you do?
0: I mean, obviously it's time to write the biography, no doubt.
1: And he ends up with a three hundred and fifty page autobiography. Okay. Memoirs of the notorious Stephen Burroughs. And it's published in 1798. Wow. And he keep adding to it over the years and republishing Sure. Right? Yeah. Uh, it's a bestseller. People wow. fucking love it. Wow. So he takes all the money he made from buying, uh, from selling the book. And he starts building a big house on his father's property, which his father gets mad at. He doesn't want a big house. And they get into a big fight. And then Stephen leaves with his wife and kids and bails on his dad and the house he was building. Okay.
0: I mean, okay. And he heads to... Stupid dad won't let me build a house on his property. <laughs> That's it. We're leaving the house. It's just a crazy thing to do. Are you building a
1: house out there? No, I'm just putting down foundation. That is a house. That's got windows. It's a shed. You're building a house, goddammit. 12-room shed. That's a house, you asshole. It's a sleeping shed. No,
0: that's a house. You're not building a house on my land.
1: Look at it, though.
0: It's a house.
1: We probably have to move your house.
0: No, we're not moving my house. Get out of here.
1: Um... So he moves to Stansted. <laughs> I'm
0: going to build a house on your property. Okay. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> he moves to the township of Stansted, which is now Quebec. Okay. So he goes up there. It's contested land between the U.S. and Canada. It's not, it's like sure. this. Mm, what We're is not it? sure so yet land. That means there's no cops and a lot of smuggling going on there. Okay. Um, and Stephen set up a mill farm, but that's a front. Okay. He was actually setting up a counterfeiting business.
0: All right, great.
1: Paper money had now become more accepted, and I, I banks understand. were printing their own money.
0: He's like a, a successful author, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So he, but, is, but is his this, success is, is this...
1: based on writing about all the bad stuff he did.
0: So he's like Richard Pryor. <laughs> yes, that's he's right. He's just too. like, oh man, I mean, I got some crazy shit to tell you <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, basically. Okay. Um. Uh. So law it's basically a lawless land paper money is now more accepted um and banks are printing their own every bank i got love that their the own. banks it's have their the, own
0: money it's to me so that is funny. the
1: craziest time in american history it's just when,
0: amazing it, when
1: you're just like every bank has their own money
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um stevens made counterfeit money for many different banks and then his partners would smuggle it into the u.s okay uh, he's already a notorious criminal because of the book, and sometimes his smugglers would get caught, and it became clear they were working for him, and because of his reputation, everyone assumed Steven was the source of all counterfeit notes in the U.S. So it's
0: just basically what happened to him in school. Yeah. Where, like, any, like because of his track record, they just assume that he's doing way more than he is. Oh, totally. Right.
1: Uh, the U.S. has no extradition treaty with lower Canada, so he's safe. He can just keep doing it.
0: I, this gray area land situation it's crazy. sounds pretty great. Um, it's like the Bermuda Triangle.
1: Yeah, there is a there is a part of Yellowstone that's supposed to be the same way.
0: So there's, there's a part. No, so, man, what, let's just no... go there and open a casino. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So he just keeps growing the operation. He opens a second manufacturing uh, spot. This
0: dude's franchising his counterfeiters? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: A group of bankers then hire a sheriff named Barron to track down and arrest
0: Stephen. So sheriffs were just like, I also work for people who pay me. I think they are still. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, I'll take a break and go hunt your friend.
1: (laughs) He raided, uh, so this guy raids... Stephen's farm with 22 armed men in the middle of the night and caught Stephen, who was sleeping in bed. Sure. Barron took him to Montreal, and there a judge sends him to jail. Okay. Um, But he's released on bail, and then he moves his family to Montreal. I don't know why he did that, but- Okay. um, He was then arrested again when one of his men was caught buying a ton of paper to make notes. Okay. So uh, he's arrested for counterfeiting, and now the judge has it out for him.
0: All right.
1: Stephen was charged with two counts of forgery, even though it wasn't technically illegal to counterfeit foreign currency in Canada. You you can't right. counterfeit Canadian currency, but counterfeiting other currencies is totally fine in
0: Canada. Different. I mean, he
1: found the loophole of loopholes. Right, like, and this it's judge just... is like,
0: "Fuck that." Yeah, the judge. So. It's like the Rittenhouse judge. It, yes. Now. Oh, is he... <laughs> <laughs> Um,
1: Stephen escapes before the trial, and Canadians, sure. they're like, whatever, they don't care.
0: Right. Okay. Great.
1: So he goes back to Stansted, and uh, there's a smallpox outbreak, and he uses his doctor's experience to help the neighbors. Uh,
0: what? Through so, smallpox. Yeah, I don't know he what is he did. He's out of his element.
1: Uh, yeah, completely. But whatever. Now everyone
0: loves. I him. helped someone with their knee on a boat once. <laughs> oh boy, this is crazy. Sure is bumpy. You're like Braille people.
1: I guess slice you open with my magic. Doctor's We're going to put sword?
0: you in fire for twenty seconds and then pull you out. Hey, my doctor sword. We're going to do what's called medically searing you. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, just get a nice little grill mark. On I you. yeah. Mm. Then we'll put you in the oven. Oh no! I think I'm going to eat you.
1: I'm going to die. Yeah, baby. So uh the judge. So this judge. Now all the people are. All the people are now protecting him because he helped them so much during the smallpox thing. So everyone around, but he did is, help. Yeah, somehow I don't know. Like, yeah, he did.
0: What is he like? I don't know. Solving bumps.
1: He may have just helped from like being the only. They're there. They're the there, there. Who would go near people? I okay. mean, that happened a lot. Sure, you know.
0: But also, it, smallpox was is an airborne thing. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, so like that's. I mean, I get that why you'd be like, you know, that seems like a uh, magnanimous gesture, but it's, I. In that time, I'd be like, I mean, you know, with COVID, would you be around? Would you be there being like, it's no, okay? No. I'd be like, I'd have my head in the sand like an ostrich.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so so the judge, the one who arrested him before him was out to get him. Mm-hmm. He is actually loyal to the U.S. and banks. Uh, Some okay. people think the banks are paying him off.
0: Right. Of mm-hmm. It's just... It never stops. The code has been cracked and keeps being the same.
1: Um, all the local magistrates are not on board with that, so they petition to have the judge removed. Okay, and he was wow. But before he leaves, he searches Stephen's farm and he confiscates and uh, and steals money, and even personal possessions.
0: So the judge goes. <laughs>
1: yeah, he must have like a force or something with him. Um, I that part it just seems so weird to me, but he.
0: It's, yeah, just crazy. And- it's crazy from to go from one moment to be like, you're judging the misdeeds of another, and then when that's over, you're like, I'm going to rob that guy. <laughs> like, okay, so you probably uh, shouldn't have been in this elevated position. Well, he
1: is clearly just working for the banks. Yeah, just, right. Yeah. But
0: I mean, but it's amazing to go from that still to just like, I'm going to take from him. <laughs> I will steal his stuff. Him. Him.
1: Quote, plundered me of all my writings containing my private correspondence, documents of value and other papers together with $53,000 and carried the whole into the United States.
0: Wow. So he takes the counterfeit money yeah. and he's like, I'll use it.
1: Well, no, he's not using it. I think he's just taking it for the banks. Oh, like so that's yeah. right,
0: since he's bought anyway.
1: But with the judge gone, he's now able to expand his business. There's no one really looking over him again. His son, his daughter, his wife, they're all now working for him. Right. Uh, his daughter, Sally, signs all the counterfeit notes. Oh, that's so
0: cute. The
1: whole time men from banks are harassing him, they would come, they would take notes, um, and then he just set up and print more. So it's just, you know, a right. cycle. Right. Um, Sounds when, very
0: similar to our economic, economic system now. Uh, yeah,
1: basically. When the bank Gilbert and Dean printed a book explaining... <laughs> I mentioned the bank's name is Gilbert and D.
0: I thought they were writing Broadway show tunes. <laughs> Where show tune bank? <laughs> yeah, show money. Um, I love. And they had their own money.
1: Yeah. So they print a book explaining what to look for in counterfeit notes. And Stephen responds by sending them a mocking letter, pretending he had opened a bank named Shipton Bank, and he asked to get good credit at their bank saying he would repay them with stock from his bank and this is a joke it's a joke there's no bank he doesn't have a bank (laughs) and everyone knows it is right and he said that in their paper quote buckwheat pancakes have been so exactly counterfeited in new jersey that none except the officers of the pancake exchange could distinguish them from the original i solicit your friendship gentlemen in this important business he also included a drawing of an orangutan and the words death or botany bay. Ha ha ha. So he's just completely fucking. Really funny. just. Botany bay meaning, you know, you're going to send me transportation to right. Australia. Right. Um, so, he's just completely fucking with it.
0: Right. It's very, I mean, so, I mean, he's like, he's onioning them. Yes. Right. Pan- 18- it's funny because normally, like humor in that, when you read quotes and humor, none of it makes sense. The pancake thing is, I'm like, I get it. I yeah. get what he's going for. Yeah. I get it. Yeah,
1: and people love this shit. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're making fake buckwheat pancakes. Ha! <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, in
1: 1808, the laws, new laws, were created to crack down on counterfeiting in America and Canada. Finally. So as network shrinks, and in 1810, as the laws are coming into place, he asked the governor of Lower Canada for clemency. And the way he does this is he writes a letter with all of his crimes in them, and said since the new laws he'd given everything up, and burned all of his notes, and destroyed all the machinery, and then he sends that letter off. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't go as planned. He was then arrested because of all the crimes he, he committed confe- to. He just wrote a confession letter. letter. Yeah, he did. Wow.
0: He wrote a confession. I got letter. your letter, and we're gonna put you in jail. <laughs> so.
1: Uh... <laughs> uh uh, the letter he wrote the governor was used as a confession at his trial under the new law i was
0: thinking like you don't need to write everything you don't you You know you write write like 50 percent. yeah
1: um he was sentenced to transportation to botany bay wow yeah well what predicted it
0: he did that in a note of absurdity yeah and now they're like you're going there
1: um but after six months in jail quote To do the Americans a favor, he was pardoned on giving heavy bonds for his future good conduct. So I don't really understand what happened here, but um, it was part of a general pardon to mark the 50th year of the king's reign. So the king, as like a good fit, just let clean the record of a bunch of Americans. Sure, pardons. Which yeah, which he was one.
0: Okay. So I
1: don't know why that's a thing for the 50th year but okay it is.
0: Sure <laughs> very lucky. Yeah very lucky when you hear that you're like wait what? They're like so the king's just sort of picking some people and um, I guess you're free now <laughs> king just I don't know it's the 50 year anniversary Happy so. Happy anniversary there you go it's you and seven psychos get to go do whatever you want again <laughs> so weird. Because the king
1: um, so the war of 1812 breaks out um, fighting is happening in that part of Canada where his mill farm is and mm-hmm. And he started working for the British Royal Authorities as a spy. He said he was promised, quote, a handsome provision for the performance of these services. And he borrows money to fund his secret little missions that he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he sent his son on the missions in his place. So... He really just... He, his son... He always this, needs a racket. It's so crazy. Everything has to be con partially. Nothing is straight up. Right. So... His son gathers all this information and uh, then they make a report and he turns it over to the officials. Uh, but it turns out the officials don't have, no one knows about this deal mm-hmm. for him being a spy <laughs> at all. And they're like, what are you talking about? And because it's, it's, hard,
0: it's a hard position when you're a spy trying to let people know that you're, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're giving up your actual identity. I'm sitting here as a spy. <laughs> the king. <laughs>
1: So I think that they think he's conning them. Of course. Because of his rep. and yeah. he's a, So he's arrested and put in jail. But in the end, he gets released without tri-
0: being tried. Right. <laughs> but he said, I mean, he's considered a prankster. So they're like, you're pranking us. Uh,
1: but he still keeps up his part of the bargain, which is to stop counterfeiting.
0: Except for pancakes.
1: Except for pancakes. He lost his farm and land and shipped in Shipton and, t- and stands dead over contested land rights. So then he moves with his family to Troy Rivera's, where his son lives and is working as a a choir boy boy for the Chief Justice. He had been there since he was arrested for counterfeiting in Vermont. So his son- Wait, he's
0: working as a choir boy for the Chief Justice? Oh, sorry, chore boy. Oh my, Ah. I was like, what? Ah, Um, even though you're a one-man choir. um, Okay, so you're working as a a choir boy. That's
1: a great auto, correct?
0: Yeah, choir boy. Chore boy. So
1: he went. He oh, went. Lord, we <laughs> go to
0: air. That's good. That's good. A little more now.
1: Yes. Yeah, so his son had gone to Vermont. Got arrested for counterfeiting Put all these candles
0: out. <laughs> Not like that. We've got the thick. Don't lick them. Uh, no, no, uh, no. 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 Oh, no. Don't do the thing you did oh. before. Do the thing you did before. <laughs> Better.
1: Um, so yeah, his son had gone to Vermont. Got c- caught counterfeiting, and then ends up working for this guy. So they all move there where he is. He's broke again.
0: Sure. Right? Well, yeah, he's following the success of the chore boy.
1: And he gets work as a school teacher no. and tutor. What? What? Ugh. He began to lead a respectable life. Sure. He converts to Catholicism. Oh, that's one step. And gets involved in the church. Finally. They're moral. Some don't believe it. They think he's, you know, using his another
0: one of his jokes.
1: But it looks like it's on the up and up. And he ends up becoming a school superintendent. Sure. Uh, He's respected by people in the town. People would always come to see him because he's famous. Right. One wrote, quote, his room was hung around with copies of originals of their masterpieces of some of the distinguished painters of Christian life and suffering. And everything about him indicated very convincingly the genuineness of his repentance and reformation. Okay. So he found religion. Mm, I'm dubious. No, he did. Really? Yeah. He published a new book in 1836 called A View of Practical Justice as Administered in Lower Canada, displayed in a memorial addressed to His Excellency, the Earl of Gosford.
0: Is that the title? That's the title. What is it again?
1: A View of Practical Justice as Administered <laughs> in Lower Canada, displayed in a memorial address to His Excellency, the Earl of well, Gosford. What
0: happened the first time that someone had a title? Like, that was like, kind of like a night to remember. They were like, "Um, but what is it? What night?
1: Can you tell us
0: what night it was? Let's put the exact date and tell us why to remember it. (laughs) So tell us the night that it happened and why we should remember it. The title should really be more like the first page. It's the opener.
1: Uh, So in this, he uh, printed his letters to the British government where he um, is trying to regain his lost land. And money. So he's like asking them, you know. Right. A quote on the cover page reads, truth is great and will prevail. It did not prevail. Okay. It was completely <laughs> unsuccessful. And he died in 1840 at the age of 75. Shit. He's considered America's like first criminal.
0: Really? Yeah. So, and that that's crazy. So, And that's why he was able to get away with... I mean, it's almost like... We've talked about it before, like where it's the first time something happens, but people can't process, like the first time you get conned, nobody's conned anyone. Yeah, (laughs) So like when you're a high level liar or con person, like... And moving to a no law zone. Yeah. Like it's all bizarre. Man, I would have been fleeced in this time.
1: Uh, Research by this was done by Camilla Galaz. I'm sure I said her name wrong. Um, Sources. Uh, Susanna Ashton A Corrupt Medium Stephen Burroughs and the Bridgehampton uh, yeah uh, a Stephen Burroughs own book uh, he had oh four uh, Larry Kabula A Counterfeit Identity The tourist Life of Stephen Burroughs and also uh, Kabula also wrote Bring Me the Head of Stephen Burroughs Ernest Ferguson The Entertaining Saga of the Worst Crook in Colonial America uh, that's on Smithsonian Magazine uh, John Garcia He Hath Ceased to Be a Citizen <laughs> mm-hmm, so great. sure. sure. Um, <laughs> Christopher Jones Praying Upon Truth The Memoirs of Stephen Burroughs and the
0: Also uh, My Shitty Nephew by Ebenezer Clark M- My
1: Shit Nephew um, uh, J.I. Little American Sinner slash Canadian Saint The Further Adventures of the Notorious Stephen Burroughs Stephen Mim, the alchemy of the self, Stephen Burroughs, and the counterfeit, a lot of people wrote about this guy, and the counterfeit economy of the early republic, and then the New England Historical Society, Stephen Burroughs, counterfeiter, and uh, Daniel Williams, in self-defense, author and authority of the memoirs of Stephen Burroughs. Wow. Our buddy. Our buddy. I mean, he's a fucking king. More like Stephen Burroughs. Thank you.
0: What? Nothing. Go ahead. Hmm. Seems like, um, yeah, we have a better banking system now. For sure <laughs> do we? No, <laughs> right? Yeah. There we go. There's that. There's that knowing. There's that knowing. Anthony sip. It's yeah. Good. Is that a quote? Yeah, everything's good. It's yeah, good. Good. Feel good. Great. I feel great, man. Great.
1: I feel great.
0: Great. Hot great
1: okay well this is um someone asked me why uh i always say things are bad and offer no solutions but no one's hearing the solutions it's called direct action you guys
0: here we go see i told you i could turn his crank a little bit
1: well like stop saying i don't say anything i i keep saying we need to go out in the streets and fucking shut everything down and people go what about electoral electoral politics isn't going to help you Cop no, I th- you can the, tell. It's it not it a is thing. amazing.
0: It is. Uh, well, I'm, we're, I'm not going to spin. No,pe not going to do it. I, well, it's just amazing that, uh, yeah, that that it's st- you're just like people. The idea of still being caught up in like the solution living inside of our government or right next to it and doing it through that to fix things is just. I did mean, you see the Hunger Games wedding? The Pelosi Hunger Games wedding? No,
1: oh, yeah. Chill. Uh, um, you know, Biden, in his campaign, he said he's going to stop offshore drilling, and today they are auctioning off like 350 fucking drill sites. So, and this is, you know, what, a, a day after COP26 ended? Like, it's not going to be done through electoral politics. We have to shut everything down. The People have to go out in the streets and just say, yeah. okay.
0: It's st- stuff, it feels like... And that the general people are reaching points where things are becoming so terrible that there's nothing you can do other than be like fuck off Yeah, like it's happening a lot of obviously in a lot of companies where yeah workers are just like you know you can't even greed can't, well, at some point will stop beating desperation like when, you, when people have nothing or, or are looking at, or are just fucking done that's how you uproot stuff. Yeah, and people are done. And through, yeah. I mean, it, I don't even know which thread you would start pulling first in order to change <laughs> shit. Honestly, every time I'm like, government, then I'm like, banks. You know? <laughs> so. Uh, anyway, we sign cars? Yeah, we sign uh, cars. One eight seven seven. we sign cars for kids. All right, thank you. God bless everyone. Ta-ta. Gobble gobble. Happy Turkey Day.